Hey, good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. Today, I have the one and only Kellen Ann Fisher. <laughs> she, she has so many names. We're going to find out what that's all about here in a minute. So stay with us. Be right back. And we are back. I have Kellen in the green room, and let's bring her on. Kellen, welcome to the show. Wearing, Thank you. wearing the only hat on the planet with my logo on it. <laughs> this is my favorite story with you that oh we have, to have a story. <laughs> now, I don't go to my what I I still haven't taken that down and I need <laughs> I keep to. hoping that by wearing this you'll remember to remove that. <laughs> I know I need to do that. Um so yeah, Kellen, it's been um you were scheduled to be on here before and you canceled on me. So I must be somewhat special that you actually let me come. <laughs> oh no. So, so look, and you are special. So, um, and you had a very good reason, mm -hmm. very, very good reason. And the COVID, um, <laughs> the COVID. The COVID. had the COVID. I so, think, I mean, huh? I think. <laughs> oh, you didn't get tested. No, I was tested, but I'm not convinced. You know what I mean? Did they say yes or no? Yeah, they did. Yes. Oh. Yeah. But you don't believe in all that. Not all of it. I feel you. Kellen, this is um this show was created to help people get unstuck in life. Um, I believe that we all have a story and we all go through crap and we all figure out how to get through the crap and over it and um, so, you know, I'm excited to hear your story. So why don't you start with where you were born and raised? And first, hold on. Okay. Let's tell everybody they should share this out, please. Please, please. share. Please share. Please share. <laughs> Sharing is caring. That's right. Callan, <laughs> tell everybody where you're born and raised. I was born and raised in, or I was born in Chicago, Illinois. Okay. And I moved when I was two. We moved to a suburb northwest of Chicago, Carpentersville, and that's where I went to high school. And when I, I don't know how fast you want me to go because this. Well, actually, it won't go very long because I don't remember my childhood. <laughs> so, oh wow! Yeah, so I can skip to fifth grade. I won the fifth grade science fair, which I shared my trophy on your show when you, Jennifer. Jen, Jennifer Moran and I were all, we all jumped on one night. Oh yeah. That's right. Um, I went to, I, I played basketball at Rockford college and then I, I was, I was there for three years and then my mom and dad decided to move to California and I was like, I'm going. So I stopped playing basketball and I packed up my car and followed my mom and dad across the country with a cat in the car with me. And I've been in California for 
36 years now, I think. 37 well, years. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. So why, why did they just I mean, they, it sounds like they had to have been a little bit up there in age. To well, Dad was probably five years from retiring. Okay. And he wanted to, he's always, he always wanted to live in California. And I, I swear I'm a California girl th that was living in snow. Wow. So, um, why did they want to, why? My dad just loves California. When he got out of the army, he went to, he, he was, is it Fort Ord? Is that the one in, I don't know. It's, it's, it was, he was stationed in California and he just, he just always wanted to come back. So he figured he would work his last five years at the um, San Francisco International Airport. He worked for United Airlines. Okay, cool. And he drove from Grass Valley to San Francisco every morning. Is that a long drive? It's 150 miles. What? He'd go to sleep at seven in the evening and he'd wake up at four. Yeah, four o'clock. Wow. But then my mom, like he, he looked like he aged ten years. <laughs> so yeah. He he did it for a year, I think. I think it was a year. I'm 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 messed up messed up with my time zones, but um, yeah. But my finally, my mom said you need to move to San Bruno, and so he lived there during the week, and then came home on weekends. He was less crabby. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And with me as a daughter, <laughs> it's like yeah. we're there, right? <laughs> so you, how old were you then when you went to California? So let's see, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So you, you, but so you remember, you remember the snow and living. Oh my God. We had life. a, we had a shovel burning ceremony the day we left. We, we put everything in our driveway, the, the shovels. Wow. And my dad set them on fire. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> it doesn't, snow, like it never snows snow. there. It doesn't snow there. It snowed in Grass Valley where I had my ranch, but it was enough to build a snowman. You could still drive in it, and yeah, wow. Don't don't miss the snow. So so you went to California in your early twenties and um, stayed. You've not lived anywhere else. Mm -mm. Wow. Well, I lived and in Grass Valley, and then now I live in Moraga. So I moved. I moved one hundred fifty miles. Okay. I, and not knowing California, that's meaningless to me. Right. <laughs> I don't know what that hour means. and 15 minute drive. Okay. So, so you, so here you are in your early twenties, you moved to California. Did you end up going to college? Yeah, there? I finished. I graduated from Sac State. Okay. CSU Sac State. Sac okay. Sacramento. Okay. And, um, and then it's funny. I graduated. I, well, in the meantime, I worked at a pizza restaurant, Mountain Mike's, and I loved it. I loved working at the pizza restaurant. Really? And, yeah. It, actually, I was the worst. When I got the job, I was the most entitled and worst employee they've ever had. And then the manager sat me down and he said, listen, you have to be nice to people. You can't throw, you can't smash tomatoes on the counter when you're mad at a client. Wow. <laughs> the side you've never seen of me, but I, I, I was graduate and I thought I am above this. Yeah. And he, he knocked me down and then I became like his best employee and they made me a manager and it was just, it was fun, you know, but it took, it took Dion Isaacson to knock me off my pedestal. 
What was your degree in in college? Uh, so I have um, three-dimensional studio art and then economics. So you're a double major. Okay. And how does that fit in with pizza? It doesn't. It, <laughs> honestly, it didn't fit in with anything. And that was, the, I think, the, the struggle of my yeah. whole life. I would try jobs that were very linear and, you know, mathematical. And I'm a creative. And it took me 55 years to, to determine that and wow. break through. <laughs> wow. So you, um, so you, you work, how long did you work at this pizza place after college? Probably, let's see, 89, probably three years. Okay. Wow. But, you know, I was just partying and not partying, but like drinking with my friends, going to the river, going to the river. Yeah. Um, just like, I didn't have a purpose. And, I, and I, I think that's an important lesson I'm trying to teach my daughter. You know, she's getting ready to play basketball at Worcester. I think that's kind of close to you, maybe an hour or so. Worcester in Ohio? Yeah. Yeah, it's about an hour and a half from here, if that. Yeah, and, I, and when I went to college, I didn't have a direction. I didn't know. I was just like, oh, okay. And I honestly think my mom and dad sent me there to find a husband. I don't think they thought... I could, I don't know if they, I'm, I'm, I shouldn't say that. I don't know what they thought, but yeah. I, I just get the feeling I was there to find a smart college grad and, you know, right off into the sunset on the, the way. Settle down. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, that's what I grew up seeing. My mom didn't work. She mm. stayed home. My dad, you know, he worked at the same job. I think he ended up, I think it was 40 years he worked there. And that's kind of what I thought. I'm like, okay, I'm graduating college. Once I get serious, I'm going to find a job that I'm going to stay at until for 40 years. And, and that whole dynamic changed, especially over the last 10 years. It's like nobody stays at a job for 10 years anymore. Right, and, right. And I was having trouble mentally like adapting to that. It was, it was difficult. So what did you do? Okay, pizza receptionist at a real estate company. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. So you had these degrees. Okay. Well, I, well, I couldn't get I couldn't get a job in the town I was at because it was so small. It was a tiny uh, town. So and it was and that brought in depression because I'm like, I should be, like, why am I a receptionist? You know. But I, you know, I everything I did, I did well. And then I met my husband, ex-husband, and his father owned a real estate company. And I loved him. Oh my God. Everything I did was for his, for, for my father-in-law. I loved him so much. Mm. I, it breaks my heart. He's not here, but um, what happened is he said, he called me Bonesy. <laughs> he says, Bonesy, you got to get your broker's license. And I'm like, okay. I didn't even question it. I'm like, okay, whatever you say, I'll do. So I got my broker's license and then he brought me into the business and he's like sharing tips and secrets and how he takes care of people. And this is where you get money. If you know, if you need to borrow money when times are lean, he told me how to save it and how to make sure that we can make it through lean times. But what I didn't know is he had cancer mm. and within two months, I think it was, 
he, he passed away. And wow. then he put me on the checking account. He didn't put his wife on the checking account. Mother-in-law didn't really like me. And I know that's hard to believe. Right? Yeah, seriously. Come so on, I'm running this business. And I'm I'm kicking ass. I am, this is after he passed away. Yeah, after he passed away, I I just jumped right in because I knew what to do, and you know I you know I had a good I had a great manager. Her name was Beth, and she and I were a team, and we kept agents. I did the motivation. I imagine that, and she was she was like meticulous. She had like a lawyer mentality, and she knew all the rules, and you yeah. know she, yeah she kept us in compliant compliant. Yeah. So I think it was six months into, I had, I had stashed away 30 or 40,000. We were, we were sitting good. We were ready. Well, we wouldn't, we weren't ready for 2008 because nobody was ready for 2008. Right. But, um, well, that well, it was over anyway, but anyway, we, we were standing strong and then my, or mother-in-law decides she wants to come and run the business oh, and wow. kicks me out of dad's office. Mm. And Where's your, where, where, where was the, the husband in all this? He was off racing. Racing? Mm -hmm. Like. Sprint like, cars. Sprint oh. cars. <laughs> oh, you mean running? No, yeah, no, no. Sprint no. cars. Okay. That's what he did for a living? Well, he was a contract. Well, okay. I don't know if we have time for this, but he yeah. had a whole shop, which I had to open every morning because he didn't think. Because there were customers waiting at seven, and he wouldn't get there till eight or nine. So at I would go real open. estate at the real. No, this is the hose shop. My husband owned a hose shop. Hose and a fitting. What? Hose and fitting. A hose like hose and fitting shop. It's like for garden hydraulics. Hose. Hydraulics. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay, so I would open that, and then whatever. What was the question? <laughs> I, I just said, where was he in all this? Here you are running the real estate company. Well, his, his dad owned. His dad didn't ask. He knew that they wouldn't do it, and mm. he knew that I would, and he knew that I would do it well. Got it. So I guess within a couple months, the company, the checking account was dry, and we closed. Wow. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's not a very exciting story. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, that was it. Like. Well, she, wow. emptied, she emptied the checking accounts. Oh, uh, went to Reno. Wow. So, um, okay. Well, where'd you go from there? I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've had I've had like the most eclectic employment career. I back to pizza. No, 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 no. I no. I be, I was doing commercial real estate because I hated residential. So I was doing commercial and. Uh, a, a privately owned real estate company in town hired me to be their managing broker. So I, we started up a um, real estate, a commercial real estate division for his company and I knocked it out of the park. It was awesome. Got lots of, I brought, I brought in like six new agents and we, I trained them. Well, I didn't train them. I got them to the right, you know, gave them the information, yeah. provided training and we rocked it. And then, I don't know. I just, I was, I was not, as my friend Joyce says, I didn't feel nourished. I was like, why am I doing all this linear numbers? And I mean, it was fun and, and I did well, but
but it just wasn't, I just didn't, I didn't like it. And I ended up, I just quit that. And then there's just a time period where I, um, from there, I finally had the courage to divorce my husband and, and then he, well, that was an interesting story too. He didn't, he was a very, he was very controlling and I almost lost my ranch. My daughter and I were getting food at the food bank. And I mean, wow. we, I mean, I had to bet, I had to ask him for $20 for gas to go get, you know, to go to the food bank. I mean, that's how controlling the whole situation was. So wow. it, was, it was demeaning. And I mean, you go from graduating from college on top of the world to just, I, 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 there were a couple times where I just didn't think I could go on. Wow. And the thing that got me through was Emily, my daughter, because I knew that nobody could take care of her as well as I did. And nobody loves her more than I do. And wow. so she's saved my life twice now, literally. Wow. So, so you, um, divorced your husband. How long were you all married? Well, that's another, we were married 18 years and I've been separated from him for 10. Wow. Because, Cause he, we, he couldn't agree on a settlement and I got nickeled and dimed with my attorney and never got a divorce. So, but that is being fixed this month. So I'm excited. Oh, wow. You're still not divorced. Nope. He wouldn't sign it. So oh I, so I, before COVID, I had an appoint. I had a date with the court oh. that if he didn't show up or whatever, you know, he, I'd be granted. And yeah. well, COVID hit, they canceled all the court dates. Yeah. So wow. yeah, I'm legally married, but see, I'm legally separated. If we, if we stay together, seven more years will be separated longer than we were married. Jeez. But that's so, going to be a huge baggage lift. That's my, that's my big thing this year is to make that happen. So what were you, so you were in real estate during 08, 09, that, mm -hmm. that era. Yep. Um, and is that about when you got out of it? Um, yeah, actually part of, my, my, well, my husband was also a contractor and he kept building houses. And I said, you know, no, don't, don't build anymore. Don't build anymore. And he, kept right. we ended up with six houses in 2008, six mortgages. I think wow. it was like 10 grand a month was what we had to pay just in mortgages. And I'm just like, you got to listen to me. I I'm, I'm reasonably intelligent. I have a broker's license. I've been doing real estate. Please, please, please listen to me. And it just that that was so that was the lesson where I learned to I had a voice and just because he didn't listen to it didn't mean that what I had to say wasn't valid. Wow. Um, so. So there are a lot, you know, it's been kind of a like when did so when so uh, I'm just I'm trying to put the timeline together here. So <laughs> it's what, crazy at at, at what? 2009 2010 y'all separated what where where did that happen and how that how was did that... that was okay so you so you ended up leaving real estate though and yeah. what what did you do from there um i did i did a lot of 
I, I used to work at a newspaper when I was first, actually that was my first job before the real estate. I worked at the newspaper and right. people would, they'd want me to consult them for ideas and, um, you know, just help with ads and stuff like that. And then I had a printing business for a while, but that was before the real estate for the father. And I had to sell my printing business to, to do the work full time yeah. for my father-in-law. Wow. So I've done absolutely until four months ago, I've done nothing with my, my, my um, art degree, except when I was doing real estate, I had the creative thing was just like, ah, I got to do something. So I, volunteered and I taught art K through five. And I did wow. that for about 15 years. Wow. As yeah. a volunteer. Yeah, it was fun. I love those kids. Wow. I keep saying, wow. I know that's, that's why I named my, my, my you know, you know, my book is called walls of wisdom, which is wow. W -W. Yeah. So that's kind of been my theme. So, um, Okay, so where so what happened next? Then when I moved to Moraga, I I had met a man and it was in a, I thought was the perfect relationship. And again, it was another controlling. I started, you know, we didn't do anything. We stayed in. We didn't I didn't get to, I wasn't able to do anything with my friends because, you know, he was either tired or didn't want to do it or, and then I slowly, slowly started feeling smothered again. So long story short, he was ranting one night and I grabbed all three of the dogs and my daughter and we just ran and got in my car and drove. I, he thought we were going to basketball practice and I just went to a hotel and we, I just finally felt safe for the first time. I'm like, I can't handle all this chaos. There was just too much. My life was too full of chaos between my ex, his mother, and now this. And so Em and I stayed at a hotel in Walnut Creek. And then that was, it was too expensive. So, and, and I did have a job at that point. I was working for a window company as an estimator. Again, what was I thinking? Yeah. Um, I found a bed and breakfast or not a bed and breakfast. We closed Airbnb. Yeah. And she happened to be a therapist, which was like, it was like, thank you. <laughs> you know, wow. Gives you what you need, right? When you need it. And so I stayed with her for about three months. And then, you know, I built up, she did, she, she hardly charged me anything. She was just so kind and gave, you know, she talked to Emily a lot and helped her through, you know, I'm like, oh my God, what kind of example am I setting for her with all these narcissistic relationships and not having a voice and you know, just, I just, I, I just put my foot down. I'm like, okay. So I stayed with her and then I was working, 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 have a great time. You know, it was a work, it was a job and I made decent yeah. money. I was able to get an apartment or not apartment. I live in, I lived in a condo or I live in a condo and I have to live in the school district because the school that I wanted my daughter to go to, you have to, you have to be a resident and they check it. They're very strict about it. So I ended up, I'm like paying crazy, crazy rent, like 3000 a month, just, and I'm barely, you know, I'm making enough to pay rent, get some food and, you know, go out to eat once, once, once or twice a month. Yeah. But my daughter said, I don't care. She goes, I just want to be with you and you are, you're happy and things are quiet. And so that was, that was everything. When she said that she was good with that, you know, that made everything. And then, I got so I got a raise and then I jumped forward to 
two years ago, I got a D I got what I thought was my dream job was in media. So it, I was a, a sales director for a commercial real estate media company. So I sold their printed publication. I sold digital. I was like, I'm, a, I love this. This is, you know, I could dig my teeth into this one and I was really excited and I was building momentum and I was gaining clients and then COVID, mm. you know, what? probably 60% of my income for 2020 was supposed to be live events. Wow. So, and then, you know, because of it, they said, we can either lay you off or you can, we can cut your salary and then we'll pay you a little bit more commission. And I'm like, well, I don't have anything else to do. So yeah, sure. So I was doing that and just slowly building relationships. We kind of had a, our heads kind of butted on how to do it, you know, and, and then, and that's when I joined, I got the ding of my life, which I call was when um, Jeffrey Gittimer, I got a, a notification on my phone that he went, he was going live and I'm like, Oh, I love Jeffrey. So I went live and I heard what he had to say and I'm like, okay, this is, this is a place, this is a place. Yeah. And then through that, I, I met you yeah. and did the grow live Academy and that that was the turning point of between not having a relationship and focusing on me and my daughter yeah. and now my mom that was the turning point was okay these people are like-minded they're intelligent they're willing to share and I just got the, you know, between you and Gittimer and then my Megamind group, we, I felt community and I felt like, okay, I'm not alone. I felt alone for so long. I mean, I just, I, you know, I felt like I was a single mom when I was married. I, nobody was on the same, not path, but mindset. Like yeah. I, I, I like, I wanted to be successful. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted to help people and I just didn't know how to do it. And you know, you guys just opened up my eyes and, you know, and I see farther now, you know, my dad said, you look past your nose. And I'm like, now I understand what he was saying. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah I, know that I, I know in the, in our, our, our coaching calls, you, you've had the, the, um, we've all been blessed with Glenn more yes. shower. I love Glenn. And Glenn. And he can see, and I, I remember, I think it was one night in there that, that you brought something up and, and, uh, he's just, he's incredible. He helps you see past yeah, yeah. what, what you think reality is into, into what reality actually can be. So, right, right. and it's, it's mindset. It's, yeah. it's, um, I mean, you can, you can teach skills, but you can't teach enthusiasm, motivation. And I had all that. It just had been, it just had been squashed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, so talk about what, um, what's been going on since COVID hit and you realize that you weren't actually making any money at that other place. I don't think. Not real money. I mean, yeah. I thought, and the, I love, I did. I love the job in the, in the commercial media space, but cause it, it, it fed some of my creativity, but I, so I joined the 
emerging sales winners group. And every day I called somebody that was on the call with Jeffrey, just introduce myself, say, hi, how's it going? And, and that it, it was, it, it felt good. Like I'm like yeah. communicating with people. Like I'm allowed to talk to people. Yeah. That grew into my, um, my zoom call where I said, Hey, let's all meet and see if we can help each other. And yeah. I started out with four people and it was Rich Villar, me and um, Dan Altmeyer. Dan's awesome. I love Dan. And there was one more person. I can't remember who it was. And so we met every week yeah. and just talked about how can I help you? What can we do? What do you need? Who do you need to meet? And then I thought, oh, I'm going to have somebody talk about something that they're expertise, something of their expertise. And then we could all learn because like I knew nothing about video or, you know, anything. I mean, I was afraid to go on a Zoom call in March. Yeah. yeah. So we met every week and then it turned to 15 people and then it turned to 30 or 40 people. And this is one of the many things I love about you, Ken, is you came on my show, talked about going live on a Zoom call. <laughs> Yeah. I, <laughs> and I I was cringing the entire time. And the next week I went live. So Yeah. <laughs> but I I didn't want to reschedule you cuz everybody was excited you were going to be there and but I just love that about you. <laughs> but you 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 know I think that what you've you've been able to accomplish thus far is um you're going live now twice a week. And um, you're getting your, you know, I, one of my mentors is Grant Cardone, and and Grant Grant has a saying that uh, where he says, "If I don't know you, I can't flow you. I can't." Mm -hmm. In other words, I'm not. How am I supposed to do business with you if I don't even know who you are or that you exist? Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So, exactly. so, um, and my my wife, who didn't know you. But because of, of our association and, and seeing you on live streams and whatnot, my wife reached out to you and you made this. And look, if you look, it's sparkly. It's really, it's three-dimensional. If I can show that to people, it's really, really cool. And and you made this as, it's a, it was a Christmas gift from my wife to me that you Did made. Did you go wow when you opened it? <clears throat> I was like, yeah, I was like, wow, that is beautiful. Oh. And, and so, so, you know, you're using what you originally set out to do, um, which was the 3d something, something degree. What's your oh, three dimensional degree? studio art that, yeah. I, that's um, a big long title for sculpture. <laughs> oh, is that what it's for sculpture? Yeah. Gotcha. Like, like, um, like on ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually it was hand. Well, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, 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 but you're using your, 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 um, creativity. your creativity, you, you know, the art that, that you pursued and, and how's that going for you now? Like when you, when you step back and you look at the big picture of, because although money is um, unbelievably important, I think it's the most, it's, it's, it's not the most important thing. Um, but like Zig Ziglar said, it's right up there with oxygen. 
Um, you need it. Yeah. It's, you, not, you, it's not a, you want it, you need yeah. it. And, and people that, that, that dog on people that want to make a lot of money, um, you know, I, I, you know, uh, Grant, Grant said that somebody walked up to him at a conference. And he's like, Grant, all you talk about is money. Like not everything in the world's about money, you know? And Grant goes, I looked at him and said, you're broke, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, look, you can't, you cannot positively impact the world if you're broke. It's not right. possible. You can't well, do it. What impact was I doing as a window estimator or a sales director? You're you're getting by in life. You're yeah, getting and by. Now, I'm, I mean, and there are a couple things I was thinking. How are we going to change the world? Se world selling cards, right? Right. How are you going to change the world making framed art? But I, in my little way, I am because yeah. I have clients that sent like I sent out a bunch of those frames this this Christmas. It was amazing. And my clients are sending me the emails that they got from their gift that they gave yeah. and they're beautiful. And I'm like, okay, so not only did I make someone happy, right. but I made my client stand out. And when he, when they hang up those frames in their offices, they're going to think of him every single day. And when it comes to time where they need his services or services that he provides, they're going to think of him first. And right. that's what I want to do. I just want to make my clients stand out so that they're the first person that they're, that their client thinks of. It's working. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what do you think? Um, you know, when, when you look at, at, back at your life and Tom Ginn wants you to message him to chat. <laughs> um, oh, he wants to have you on G force. That's awesome. I just wrote a, I just wrote a story about G force. Did you? I'm going to write that book masterclass with um, Michael Heppel. Yeah. And we had to write a 500 story. And one of the titles you had to choose from was G force. Wow. That's funny. Okay. Sorry. What? <laughs> That's the name of his show. I know. I know. I didn't even think of that. I'm like, oh my gosh. But my, my story is about a pug that farts. <laughs> oh my God. It's Gus. <laughs> you can clear that's, a room. That's, that's, uh, that's all um, pugs, isn't it? Yeah. So um, I want to press the microphone and clap for you. That's hilarious. <laughs> so you know, as as you as you continue on this this journey that we call life, um, what what do you think? What what's in store for you? Um, I feel like there's no limit right now. I have you know I've got the card business, and then now I've got branched out to the gift you know, corporate gifts and branded items. Well, of course I also make um, birth announcements and graduation signs. Um, I'm writing a book and it's going to be finished in April, end of April. It's called becoming a woman of wow. So I'm kind of telling my story in a, in a tongue in cheek kind of way though. Cause you know, I don't really do well with serious. I I'm pretty much a jokester and, but it's a serious topic, but I want people to read it and, want to read it and then maybe they will get some help or 
you know, join a community or just do whatever you need to do to get, like you say, break through that wall. What's um, the, well, so what's the overarching message in the book? Um, it's, it's about triumph and, you know, just, just different things that I had no idea were available to me. There, Like I didn't know about um, different agencies and things like that, that could have helped me. I mean, I did it all myself. And, and, and the other thing is I feel that if somebody hears my story and part of it or all of it resonates with them, that because sometimes just hearing that someone else is going through the same thing is a huge, huge relief. And if I can help, you know, and I, you know, people can reach out to me and I can get them to, you know, wherever, you know, wherever they need to be directed. The, um, the, one of the byproducts of this whole journey is I'm working with a women's drop-in shelter mm. and I, I just, I, well, you know, we did that mega coats. We did a big coat drive for, um, for Christmas, all of our mega minds, people, we, we, we had a goal of 23 coats by the 23rd of December. Well, we ended up getting 500 coats. Wow. Us. And my place that I brought them was the the shelter. And I ended up talking to the director and I said, you know what? I, I go, I don't want to just give money. I said, I will, but <laughs> I, um, I want to donate my time and help because I know when you're at that, when you're at the place where they are and you have kids and you're alone, you need a pick me up. And I want to like help them regain confidence. Not that I'm a professional or anything like that, but I'm just generally a happy person. And I want to maybe teach them how to maybe, oh, 657 codes. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, Michelle, Michelle's the one who spearheaded that. She goes, you know, let's not just talk about doing good things. Let's do it. And she she cracked the whip and <laughs> we all did it. That's that's incredible. So um well done. we are we um so I'm also gonna try to help them like because you know everybody has a phone and if they have Wi-Fi, you know, I can get them to different places where they can get help and talk yeah. to people or talk to people that are in the same situation. And then maybe I can even help them make money because a lot of these women are really smart and just had a really bad circumstance. And if they have a skill, they could probably make money on their phone, right? Yeah, so. it's true. It's true. So, so, um, so your goal is to positively impact women who are struggling with being in, in depression, yeah. abuse. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, it's not fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, men go through that too. Yeah. I'll help them too. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, no, I, you're right. No, I've, I've talked to men. They're like, I, I could, I know, you know, when I've talked and shared my story, I've gotten messages and I'm like, Oh my God, you know, if I can help you, I will get you a resource or whatever. Like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I am a doctor of life because I've read so many psychology books and cause I was trying to figure out, like, I didn't realize that, that, that a man could be nice, you know, not angry. And, you yeah. know, my dad, he was an alcoholic, so he was not a figure for me. And when I joined Megamind and when I joined you and I joined Emerging Sales, I was like, these are decent guys. 
and they love their wives. And I'm like, it opened my eyes to like, oh, okay, there's hope. You know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm afraid to be in a relationship right now because I don't know that, you know, at that time I didn't know my choices, my, my selection process was not that good. <laughs> Doug so. Wing says that men can be nice. Doug Wing, you are super nice. He's one of the nicest guys yeah. on planet earth. Like he literally. Me a picture of a Doug the Pug book yesterday at bed, he was at Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. Doug is such so, a good dude. So the most important thing is if, if I can help the woman or whoever, the thing I noticed is I was setting a bad example for my daughter. I was teaching her that it's okay to be bulldozed. It's okay to not be listened to. And I didn't do a very good job of setting, having good male role models. So that was another impetus to make me move away and go to this school because it's a, it's a great school. And the coach, Kelly Sopak, He's amazing. So I surrounded her with strong men who were nice. And that that is that, I mean, everything I've done basically is for my daughter, Emily. Um, I moved her to this school because she was flunking eighth grade and she had a third grade reading level. And I kept asking the counselors, there's something wrong. She's just not, you know, we, she needs to be tested. And they're like, no, no, no. She goes, Mrs. Fisher, you just need to realize that some students are C students. And I yeah. went, WTF. Yeah. And that right there was the push to move. I, I researched schools and my, my boyfriend at the time lived in Arinda and he told me, these are the school. This is where you need her to go. This is where you need her to go. And I, I researched it. They had an IEP program that was unbelievable. And so eighth grade, third grade reading level, barely, barely passing freshman wow. year, 3.8 eighth grade reading level, scholar athlete. Wow. So know everybody. Some students aren't just C students. Some students just need to have, you need to figure out what, what makes them tick, what makes right. them work. I, so I, I hate, I hate the, I, I mean, I, I despise our one size fits all educational system. It's ridiculous. And, and, and my wife and I encourage, you know, I mean, I, I it, it's like, be you like whatever right. that is, like <clears throat> be you. So I send that counselor, Emily scholar athlete certificate. Good. Yeah. I mean, again, there's, you know, I didn't even graduate high school yet. I've written books and, and, and done pretty well in life. So I've had lots of college graduates work for me and mm -hmm. about 70% of them couldn't pour piss out of a boot if the instructors <laughs> were on the heel. So, <laughs> so, so, but you know, I mean, and, and again, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not saying that if, formal education isn't isn't somewhat important but um i think it's important if you have a direction i mean sometimes i think god and my mom and dad waste their money because, yeah and actually it took me seven years to graduate college and when right. my dad when my dad hugged me at graduation day he says are you a doctor <laughs> <laughs> right and that was with a bachelor's degree. Right. Wow. <laughs> well, I, I had no direction. I kept changing my mind. I was going to be a, a psych major. I was going to be an English major. I was going to, you know, it's like, I just didn't have a direction. That's what I told my daughter. I go, 
if you don't know where you're going, what direction, then you're going to do JC. But she's she's mapped it out, and I, she's I'm so flipping proud of her. She's she's a rock star. And that comes down to intention. Once you set an intention and you know exactly where you're going, but again, if if you don't know, like you, you're gonna you're you're gonna become what Zig Ziglar called a wandering generality, mm-hmm. and and you know that's not a good place to be. So no. so you know I'll tell you, I as a recovered alcoholic with 18 years sober, I I um I was I was dual diagnosed. I had um. I had the, um, the, I, I became, I was incredibly codependent as well. And, and, and so I went to a lot of, um, I went through a lot of, of healing and, and did a lot of work to escape codependency, which it sounds like you may have experienced that. And I, I think that one of the most important things that somebody said to me back then was, Hey, Ken, you know, there, there were two people in that relationship. It wasn't just that woman that was all, all the problem. Do you, do you get that? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. She was crazy. She blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But what, what was your part in it? Somebody forced me to look at my role in Mm -hmm. these, because I was the only common denominator in all of my problems. (laughs) It wasn't right. Yeah. it didn't matter where I lived or who I was with. I was the common denominator. Have you had that moment where you went, okay, maybe it, maybe there's a degree of this, that it was me and my picker and I'm picking the, and I need to look at some things that I'm doing. Have you had any of those moments? I joined a 12 step program and didn't know why I, 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 it was right just before I was writing, getting ready to separate. And I was like, I went to my pastor. I'm like, Ron, I go, I'm, I, I'm crying, you know, I'm crying all the time. I can't handle life. I don't know what's going on. And he sat and talked with me for like 15 minutes. And he said, you need to go to sell, you need to go celebrate recovery. And I said, mm. for what? And he goes, you will find out. And I did, I went, I did, I completed the 12 step program. And in that I determined or discovered that I was a codependent. And that was crazy because people are like, why are you here? I go, I don't know. I'm trying to find out. <laughs> and then that's it. I mean, that, that was yeah. a game changer too. I'm like, oh my gosh, that that changed everything. And you know, no, I, you know, the marriage, I am not perfect. I'm not saying that this was all his fault. I'm I'm a lousy communicator. I I'm eclectic in my thoughts and I'm kind of a, a bulldozer and just kind of just do stuff once I have it in my mind and that's not good for a healthy relationship either. But, um, the two of us, it just, it just didn't, didn't work, but yeah, 12 step program. I've got a certificate and everything. Wow. I have a degree and a graduation from a 12 step program. I, I I never, I've never gotten a certificate. I I think when you're an alcoholic, they don't let you graduate. You have to keep yeah you know i still do a lot of the practices i mean i still do a lot of them and i'm still a work in progress i'm like maybe 50 60 percent of where i want to be because but i'm i'm really happy on my path i mean i love what i'm doing i love helping i love i love my whole circle right now because i've got my spiritual i've got my professional family like relationship i put that off to the side for a while because i've got I just want to, and like I said, I've been concentrating on my daughter since she was born 
And when she graduates and gets to where she wants to go, well, I think I told you I'm moving. I'm moving out of California. You said that. Yeah. Which isn't a terrible idea considering. Uh, I've gotten yeah. two letters to recall Newsom, a petition. Please sign this yeah. petition. Two of them. Nice. Yeah. I hear there's, there's, there's over a million, million signatures on that now. I've heard. So, so, um, yeah, that's, look, that's what moms do. Oh, hi, Jill. Jill's on my show next week. I hope she remembers. Do you remember that, Jill? She'll remember. She'll I, because I, my candidly speaking show is, you know, inspirational women and goofy makeup talk, but, Jill, I decided to do this series, The Women Behind the Men. And then I said, oops, not behind. <laughs> so Jill and then Lene. Yeah. Soto. Soto. Yeah. Jen's going to come back on. It's going to be fun. We're going to do the That's women. Awesome. Jill, yeah. you'll, Jill's, Jill is a brilliant, brilliant woman. I can like, she said, I do. I look forward, looking okay. forward to it. So um, <clears throat> yeah, Jill. You know, I met Jill when she was about 40 years old and um, she was a career woman. And um, I, 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 you know, calmed her down. I got her knocked up, calmed her down. <laughs> oh she had never even thought about having children, you know, oh not really. God. And, and um, so, so, and we have a, a great blessing from, from that, but um, so, so you, you, what's, what's coming for you? What, what are, what intention have you set for the next, for, for 2021? Well, I'll finish my first book. I have a second book that I'm starting after that right away is raising a woman of wow. Cause I'm really proud of what, if there's one thing that I'm proud of in this whole world, it's how I raised my daughter. She's strong. She's resilient. She has an attitude these days, but I think that comes with being having a 17 year old. Yeah. And I'm really proud because we have, you know, probably 98% open communication. We've talked about everything. Um, we do talk about everything. And sometimes I wish I didn't bring up a subject, but if she's willing to talk to me, I'm happy. Um, she's turned her life around as far as academically and she chose the school herself. I, I cause I'm like, I'm not going to push you anywhere. Just I, if you want to go to school to research it, but I did. Oh, so the one, the one of the girl, one of the ladies that was on your show, the one that has the tutoring to the two, she, she has a tutoring business. Okay. Do you remember who that is? Uh, no. Well, anyway, I hired after your show. I called her and I hired her. To... It wasn't Emily Mishler, was it? No, 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 no. It's. No. Um, I, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I can picture her. Yeah, she has yeah. red hair. Yes. Yes. And um, so she, I uh, hired her company to tutor Emily through the college app choice and application process. Oh, and, that's awesome! And so now Emily's, she's got two coaches that are texting her for to come visit and check out their school for basketball. Well, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. So, so I've got that book and then I'm going to do something with pugs. I'm not sure I have. Um, I've got uh, probably four books in me about pugs, um, but I'm going to get the first two biggie ones done first. Pugs then, look like they, they, they chase parked cars a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> and they snore and they, yeah. fart. you know, my daughter's the reason I have pugs. She, and I, 
I'm like, she said, I want a dog. I want a dog. So I made her research it. And the next thing you know, she goes, I want a pug. And I'm like, a pug? Yeah. And yeah. Um, yes, they did, Jill. Like I said, she's, she's, they helped her through the applications, through the essays and, ah, uh, watching. Yeah. So, okay. So pugs, two books. Um, I'm going to grow my business. I'm going to, I hired a virtual assistant yesterday. Good. I'm so I, because I can't keep up with all the social media stuff that you have to do. I, do you have somebody do that for you? Right. Because how no. You do it. I mean, I, I I have somebody that does video editing stuff okay. for me, and that's I do all the other stuff. Yeah, and but, then, okay. yeah. Go no, ahead. I'm just growing my business, helping Emily flourish, and then start working on my own happiness. My continued. And then, are we going to talk about Clubhouse? Um, not yet. Well, <laughs> I want to. I want to. Um, I want to help you focus on the, what the growing your business part means. What's that mean for you? Like well, take it from what to what, what's the goal? What's the target? I, I want to get just before I need to automate <laughs> because I really like making them. And I think it's, I think people like that they're handmade and they're not from a machine. And so I'm, I'm going to have to figure my, figure out my model so that I can, keep up with demand because I, I just got an order for 500 of them and that's not a big deal, but I'm just saying, you know, that's, I know I'm going to get larger orders. So I'm either going to have to have, you know, somebody help me make them or, um, but that's, I, I don't want to grow to the point of automation just yet. I want to be, I just want to keep comfortably busy and, you know, be able to support certain, you know, charities that I, that I normally support but I also want to have a, a quality of life and having this opposed to all my other jobs, my quality of life has, has improved like 120%. That's awesome. Yeah. Because I, I mean, you pretty much because of COVID you like pretty much lost your income, right? Well, half of it, half of my salary, which wasn't that much. Right. Right. And, and you had to figure out, you know, it's funny is you had to figure out how to survive and, mm -hmm. and, and, um, and you fell back on what you love. Right. And, you know, it was, um, Ronnie Goodwin. I love him. Yeah. He, he, he had done something. I think he was a guest on my show. So I made him a card and I sent it to him as a thank you. And he's like, Oh, you should sell these. And I'm like, Oh no, nobody can afford these. Cause they're a lot of work. Yeah. And he goes, you're just targeting the wrong audience. That's so right. Between him and then Jen Gittimer coach has been coaching me. Yeah. I'm it's I'm I'm so I'm excited. I haven't been this happy, I think, in my whole life. That's awesome. And I couldn't have done it without community, meaning grow live, emerge or you know, the Gittimers, they're yeah, they're a godsend. They're amazing. And I, Jeffrey texted me this morning. I love I love them. They're amazing. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's that little ding that propelled the career part of my life. You know, I've been, I've been a work in progress the entire yeah. time, learning, learning, learning. But this was kind of like quick, you know, it's like, oh my God, you are on the fast track to great. Oh, look at from zero to wow. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. But community, I mean, you can't do it alone. I nope. did everything alone. Being, you know, being in a group of like-minded people and 
sharing and having it be a safe place. I mean, of all those groups that I'm in, every I could go anywhere, post a video, get a comment, you know, get get feedback without fear of, you know, just, <laughs> what do you think? Um, looking back over your life, whether it's your adult life or maybe it's your whole life, um, looking back, what do you think has been the number one thing that's held you back from experiencing financial success or has prevented massive financial goals um, or, or just experiencing freedom and happiness in life? What, what do you think that is? That's an easy answer. And I figured that out on my journey is trusting my intuition. I was made to feel like I was making poor choices mm. and that I wasn't intelligent and, you know, just the whole. <laughs> so it's the minute I started saying, okay, I'm going to try this out. Okay. I'm going to try this out. And as soon as I started trusting my intuition, I mean, I, I wouldn't have been doing this business if I didn't say, no, no, this is going to be a good thing. This is a good idea. I mean, I'm, I'm learning and stumbling all around, you know, all the way, but I don't care. It's like, it's, if it's a, if it's a, a bump in the road, it, I just go over it and figure out how to not, not hit that bump again. Right. But it's intuition, trusting your own ability and your, you know, what your mind has to tell you and bringing back your inner child. That's a big one. So you think that that's, that's common among most people that are. I don't know. I think a lot of women, they are the women that are, you know, say abused or, you know, they don't trust their, their confidence is really low. And with low confidence, you're not going to trust your intuition at all. And that, that I'm speaking for myself, but I'm thinking that's a pretty general thing. Low confidence, low self-esteem. Oh my God, whatever you say, isn't going to, isn't going to do you any good or anybody else. Right. And that's a mindset that I'd love to change. Yeah. And what do you think, what, what's, um, for somebody that may be watching suffering from low confidence or low self-esteem, what is the, um, and it could be a man, it could be anybody. Mm -hmm. What, what do you think the, what's the first thing they should do to, to start getting that back? I think you need to stop doing everything yourself and you need to reach out, build a tribe, build a community, find people that you feel safe with, which is crazy because the Megamind group I'm in, we're all complete strangers. But when we got together and same with Grow, Grow Live, we're all complete strangers, but we're a family. Yeah. It's like it was instant trust. Yeah. So trust yourself and find a community. I mean, I hear Ron Goodwin is on here. I love Ron. He's a great oh, I love dude. Ron too. Um, but you know, I, I think that people need to hear what you just said. And, and that is get involved in, in, um, in communities that, that will lift you up and support you. I mean, Kellen, I know that, that I don't know the percentage, but I would say, 80, 90% of the people in the Grow Live Academy community alone have 
in some way or another either received cards from you or done business mm -hmm. with you you know and you wouldn't you wouldn't know those people had you not said i need to get involved in this community same exactly. with, with jeffrey and jen's group and you know it's like people don't get that i don't i i think people stay stuck because they get in in that I'm not going to reach out or there, and it's shame and guilt and all of that. Right. And low self-esteem and <clears throat> right. Realized right. literally, I mean, yeah. in bed thinking, Oh God, just let this day be over, you know, at so, nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> now I get up right. at six. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, of course, let, you know, I told you I didn't sleep much last night because yeah, I, I was afraid I'd oversleep. <laughs> That's insane. Wow. But that I'm I'm honored and humbled that you um think so highly of being on this show that, oh, that do, you would you would stay up all night like that. I Tia wasn't on Clubhouse either. I wasn't on Clubhouse. I was like laying there just like okay, if I sleep on and I set my I set two alarms. <laughs> wow. Look what Teodora says to you. Oh well you can you can reach out to me. She's a sweetheart. I've she's been on a lot of live streams with Glenn and I. So so, what is um, and and we can touch on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is a is a is a phenomenal new thing that's out, and um, it's for iPhone users only, and um, it's phenomenal. It is it, it's it's a community of people where it's audio drop in and and the the relationships i'm building on there and i know you are and oh it, my god i got six orders last week from from clubhouse mm -hmm. wow it's incredible it's absolutely it, it's phenomenal and glenn and i have some pretty big plans for for doing some clubhouse stuff him and i've already been on there i think i've created a monster i i oh. i Every time I look, I see him online. I'm like, Glenn. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, dude, you gotta check out Clubhouse. He's like, what's Clubhouse? And I'm like, yeah. it's this new app, man. You gotta check it out. And now he's he's just blown away by it. So well, it's um, you know what I, I tell people? It's when I lost the event industry. I mean, people went there, yeah, to hear the presenter, yeah. but they're there to network. Yes. And you can't network on Zoom. You can network in clubhouse you can absolutely yeah. and you can create your own rooms and you can do it's just it's phenomenal and you can make it about anything you want it doesn't matter what it is you could say hey i have some tips on branding and or mm -hmm. you know ron goodwin what why why you need a quality t-shirt ron will love this story i bought this um i i wanted an acdc back in black t-shirt so I, I went to Amazon. I bought one. I shouldn't say this because I'm an Amazon influencer, but whatever. Um, I bought one. And the first time Jill watched it, she brings it into me holding it up. And the back in black was gone. Like <laughs> It was gone. It just said, and you could barely see ACDC on it. And I go, <laughs> what the heck? I, I guess they meant literally it's going back because it's a black t-shirt. It's back to black, all black with no lettering. <laughs> Oh, I was going to wear my capitalism shirt that I bought from your store. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one's holding up, but you know, I yeah, it's a good one. It's a good again, one. it comes down to, it comes down to quality and, and I, and, and what you create is extremely high quality 
and I'll show everybody again. Like this is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Look at that. It's three dimensional. It has, it's glittery. The whole thing. It's beautiful. It's, I took it down. It hangs right here on my wall. I took it down just to, to show during the show. So, so after um, um, Ronnie Goodwin's card, this is the card that started it all. Here, let me uh, look at that. Yeah. And that's got, that's that the, it's raised. It's like, it's hard to explain. You have to feel it. It's, it's yeah. almost three dimensional. Joe Soto loves it. He's like, he went out when I, when he interviewed me, he's like, and I, you need to feel it. And he was like, so yeah, confident. check this one out. Doug wing. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Your Jill designed this logo. Didn't she? She did. She I sure did. Love it. Yeah. So, um, it is, it, it, and Joaquin says it's wowing incredible and it really, really truly is. It, it, you know, I think that Kellen, I, I think, there's some beautiful things in store for you. I, I think you've got a, a really incredible future in front of you. So you. you keep doing what you're doing. I'm proud to call you a friend. I'm honored that you're part of, of my, my family and my group. And I'm very honored that you came on here today. Where's the best place for everyone to find you and follow you and, and all of that? So my cards that wow are I'm on Instagram, Facebook. Do you have um, a website? www.cardsthatwow.com. www.cardsthatwow.com. Okay. I'm going to scroll that across the bottom. Oh, thank you. And um, Kellen, you are a rock star. We absolutely love you. We're I, I, I'm, I'm proud of you because I, I know I know more of the story that we won't go into. Um, we've had some conversations and I'm proud of, of you for for what you've you've done. You've you've Thank gotten you. through it and you're coming out on the other side and you're kicking ass. And I'm well, I appreciate you because you and Jeffrey and my group, my mega minds are all part of my success and very big parts of my success. And I just love I love our family. You're awesome. Thank, Thank you. you for coming on and sharing. Everybody go to cardsthatwow.com. Kellen owns literally the only hat. That is the only <laughs> hat on planet Earth with my logo on it. Do you want to tell I, the story? <laughs> so one day, well, it was just before you were going to be the guest on my show. And I thought, I'm going to go see if he has some swag. Because I have your book, wow. but it's on audio. Yeah. So, I couldn't no. hold it up. So um, I thought, oh, so I went to, I saw, oh, he has swag. And I got a hat and I could get it in white or black or pink. And I love pink and I ordered it. And then I think it was 40 minutes later, I get, did you send me a message, right? I did. Yeah. I'm like, did you order something off my, where, how, how did you order something? It said you ordered a hat or something. <laughs> yeah. You're like, and I said, I yeah, it's on your website. Hat. And I'm like, it is? And I keep forgetting that it's on my website. You said I, you, said you put it up there to sh give a sample to a client, like to show a client how it looks. Yeah. The, and then you said, well, I'll get your money back. And I'm like, okay. And then I think it, I think you spent two hours like this hat. You lost money on this. Oh one. yeah. I lost money. <laughs>
<laughs> and I said, I, that's coming off my website and I keep forgetting. I, I need to get that link off my website. I, I don't need people buying swag. <laughs> it literally was something I put up to show somebody how easy <laughs> it is to create a store on the web. And, and yeah, anyway. Well, two hours later, you said, well, your hat's being shipped. <laughs> yeah. And you got it. I was like, oh, my God. The I only... wear it everywhere. Like when I travel, I bring it with me. And... Oh, my God. Like it's the only hat on the planet with my logo on it. That's insane. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Kellen, I love awesome. that story. We have good stories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, right, thank and... You. I appreciate you very much. Thank you. I appreciate you as well. And thank you for coming on and sharing your story and your heart and your love and your kindness. Thank you for everything. Everybody go over to cards that wow right now, connect with Kellen, follow her on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, everywhere. Okay. So, look, celebrate a celebrity endorsement. <laughs> the celebrity. I, yes. Thank you, Kellen. You're the celebrity. Thank oh, no, you. It's you. <laughs> You, you're amazing. Thank you all for watching. And thank you if you shared this out. If you didn't share it out, Kellen already told me she's going to go back through all the comments and see who didn't share it. And she's going to publicly humiliate you. Yep, so. And I will. <laughs> I'm I, well, I don't have time. I'll have my assistant do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, oh my God, Jesse, Michelle, Michelle said, as soon as I... Just as soon as I order this hat. No, please don't. It's a nightmare. It was Jill, a bargain. Jill, take it off the website now. <laughs> oh. Anyway, so, hey, listen, thank you. I appreciate you. And 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 thanks for sharing your story. You're amazing. You. Bye, everybody. We'll see, see you guys later. Have a great day. Bye-bye. <laughs>